Good morning, this is Hot 100 Presents Empty Talk, a podcast where we talk, debate, review and create film and TV content, mainly from Britain. My name is Madhulani and I'm here with Michael Hanna. Hello. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 8, episode eight. of Empty Talk. Fancy. We haven't got a name for any of our f- listeners out there. The, um, the Empty Talkers. The Empty Talkers. There are like four of you, so we appreciate that. What was it that every Jamaican says? Empty. What? Empty. It's not a, not Jamaicans. Empty. It's not Jamaicans, it's a saying. Yeah. Empty barrels make the most noise. I thought you went, you, you it, fucked it up. It, it was just my Jamaican science teacher used to say that. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to do a Jamaican accent and do, no. do it and make it sound funny. Oh, um, uh, uh, sorry. No, I can't. I can't. Shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Nice. All right, Amada. Thanks for fucking up that joke. Would no. you like to tell us what we are doing today? I wouldn't, but I will anyway. I'm joking. Um... Today we're going to basically do a crash course on how to, on or how we yes. prep ideas and start writing them. Yeah, 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 conceptual, yeah, because we, we're getting to a place now where we're, where you'll have like a meeting with a development team who will read a script that you've made, but then we'll be like, okay, I like the, the idea of this or like an essence of this but I would like something new and um we've yeah. had that, we've had that quite a few times now um and it's it's we've found this really cool way of being able to conceptualize a, an idea brainstorm it and then write it and uh, and it yeah. works really well I mean I feel like when you're kind of in the business in which we're in you have to kind of be like this idea generator i mean i think like when you see kind of celebrities like say things and like the whole writing is like this and making projects and whatever it's like they're you know Mm. they're kind of they're they're really glamorizing it they don't they don't really talk about how much you have to really be on the ball and like churn out ideas and they have to be they have to be good making making ideas i think is something that people think is just like it's literally just like it pops into your head and and then you just start writing and you don't have to like look at anything or yeah anything you just go straight into the writing process you just yeah you're just on the first place that's what how you see in movies it's just someone behind a laptop going the beginning and then (laughs) we'll just write a 120 page script well the thing is what you get in movies is like um I'm blocked. Oh, I'm such a writer. I'm blocked. I'm yeah. blocked. And then all of a sudden they, I don't know, eat a piece of cake or yeah, they or like see something. Someone. Yeah. Or yeah. they're like, I need inspiration. And then they yeah. see, I don't know, like a crystal glass and they're like, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden the words just, just pour, pour out, out and then it's like yeah, a bestseller. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is not reality. I'm sure, I'm sure there are some people in which that happens. Um, I'm sure that's how a lot of people start writing. I know that's how I started writing. Um, where well, you like, see a crystal glass and you're like, oh, yeah, and yeah, then you... I bought loads of gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I bought ah. about a market. I bought, I bought like a couple of gems, like some sapphires and opals. No, no, but like I did, I think when I was a, a lot more amateur, I think I did just go, oh, here's a cool idea. And then just would write and write and write and write and write without, you, uh, without any like, without any, um, like, like without any like kind of 
parameters. Parameters around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, what's interesting is that I don't, funnily enough, I don't condemn that way of doing things because you have to sort of, start from somewhere 100% I feel 100%. like and sometimes it works like, but it doesn't necessarily have to work for like 120 pages it could work for like a scene where it's like yeah, I've got an idea but yeah. you, things still need to be like and also I think that with writing um, I think writing is like 50% idea 100 and concepts and yeah. structure and all that and then 50% actual words yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah just because you know, you need to have a good idea mm-hmm. and you need to be able to conceptualize the idea. Mm-hmm. This person yeah. goes to the shop, at the shop they get robbed yeah. and then they have to go on this chase to and get to back. get whatever they got back because it has some significance for their dead grandmother yeah. and then they get said thing back after going on loads of different journeys and, and then they themselves. learn something about themselves and yeah. they retrieve and they become best friends with the robber or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is like a story in which yeah. is like, okay, we've seen it all before. I can conceptualize that, Yeah, right? Exactly. But then you move on from that and then it's like, okay, I have my idea. I need to put it on a page. Mm you need to have the words to be able to convey yeah. exactly what's going on, exactly in the genre yeah. in which is going on. Well, even before the words, I think you need a good technique of how to how you're able to push through those words. Or what you'll have in your head is a scene from, usually from something that you've probably seen before, but you can't necessarily like figure it out. Be like, I've seen this before. And you'll start writing, but you'll just be writing from like muscle memory. But if you have like a structure and a technique, you'll be able to, be able to put it in steps and then your creativity has like a really good facet to come out Mm. and i think that's kind of the whole process um the whole purpose of this process is like giving you a good technique to be able to write because i think it's really i think it's i think it's really good to be able to have a sort of outline and skeleton of your script to then go and write it maybe that's because i'm scatterbrained and i have so many ideas and um but i think just knowing roughly how the structure of a horror works or the structure of a comedy works can really help me write something that can be really good. Yeah. yeah I mean, I yeah. then did like writing and creating things. It takes freaking research. hundred bro. Do you know what I mean? Like it takes research. It does. It takes time. Yeah. It takes energy. It takes so much patience. Yeah. It takes tolerance. It takes resistance. <laughs> <laughs> resistance moments you know, of hatred it takes a lot to be able violent to violent loneliness <laughs> violent loneliness yeah um, it just it, it takes a lot to be able to kind of um, create an idea and I yeah. think a lot of people feel like that they can just do it and I and, and that for me I couldn't just be a lawyer. Yeah, I couldn't just yeah, be yeah. a doctor. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. just be a gardener. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I yeah. can't just, I couldn't be a business person. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to... It's a craft. You it's have to craft. put the energy into yeah. it. You need to put the time into it. You need to research your things. Yeah, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 and because yeah. you watch so many movies and TV, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, people, you can do that. No, you can't, okay? Get with it. It's hard to do it. It's really hard to write. It's really hard to write. You know, but having said all that, yeah. We're going to take you through a crash course of how we write, how we yeah. conceptualize rather how, than yeah. how we write. And this is not this is not even necessarily how we always conceptualize, but I know that when it comes to when we're working together, especially as a duo, this process has helped a lot, especially when it comes from having two minds that kind of work differently, having like a 
cool um like little medium really allows yeah. the thing to go well and this helps as well when I think it helps as well when you're like stuck and you're like I don't actually know what to write and you give yeah. yourself some ideas and it's like we came up with like I think it was like maybe eight ideas today. Yeah. Just in the space of fifteen minutes. And that was um that was just by doing this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So shall we get started? Let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. So let's talk a little bit about like the first process. So the first thing that we did was um basically you want to figure out, okay, what do I want to write? What do yeah. what is it that I want to write? And um a lot of the time I think when you've written a couple things and you've written a couple scripts or or you've had a couple ideas, sometimes you can be really, really blocked on what to write. So um, I think the first thing that we did was just give ourselves some... Um, parameters. Some, some parameters, and yeah. And those parameters were, it was going to be like a male and female journey. So it was going to be like a, like a two-hander. Um, it was going to be a journey between these two characters. Mm. Um, it was They had to be in some sort of relationship um, they had to have some sort of relationship have, yeah, have so that makes it really really broad you yeah. could do so again one of the parameters we had was um they had to be like mother and son yeah. or they could be um uncle and niece yeah. they could be you yeah. know anything they had to have anything. some kind but of relationship some, some for, form of relationship they, they couldn't be strangers yeah, basically. yeah 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 um, and then we wanted, um, another, I think uh, another parameter was there needed to be some kind of argument between them. Yeah, the friction, kind of friction of some sort. Between these two characters. Where and, the, and the friction had to either be existing mm. or be a main plot point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we said that maybe we should put like a, I, I wanted to put like a bigger parameter that just made your brain work a little bit harder. So I said, yeah, every story has to have some form of a vehicle in it. So it could yeah. be a bike, it could be a train, it could be a car, a but it has to, it has to involve a vehicle in some sh- in some form. And um, yeah, so we took those, we wrote those down, and then how this works is you have fifteen minutes to come up with five ideas. Yeah, and um, which roughly is like what's that like two minutes an idea? No. no. Three, three minutes, minutes, three minutes an idea. Wait, yeah, yeah, three minutes an idea. All the mathletes out there, hey. <laughs> got to see, I got to see. Um, but yeah, no, for the for um, it's like it's like you need to get five five ideas down in fifteen minutes. It doesn't necessarily have to be three minutes an idea, but you need to make sure that you can touch every idea. Yeah. Um, so what you do is you get your timer on fifteen minutes, and you go, okay, I've got to get five ideas down. And when this was posed to us, we thought, oh my god, this is this is really intense. I yeah. don't get five ideas down in fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, but when we when we did it the first time, we did it in a writers' room um, with a great company, and um, when coming up with an idea for a feature, and um, it it just the time went so quickly. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool. It was like oh man, okay, here's an idea. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. And we just kept working with these parameters. I think that the best thing about this process um, and this sort of exercise is that it allows your mind to actually go very, very far. Yeah. And when usually you blitz out the first one or two, 100%. By three, you start getting freaking shaky and you're like, you're like, there's drips and drabs of ideas and you're like, oh my God. And then, but when there is that, you kind of go very extreme. So the extremity for me would be, okay, and there's an alien 
or yeah. okay and um there's a plague yeah, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he goes in and he kills all of them like yeah, that for yeah, me yeah. is like you go so extreme but then if you can work it into the story sometimes mm. it works mm, mm, you know mm. and you you realize that oh my mind can you don't have to do the so the same stuff all the time yeah yeah, it's, yeah it, exactly. you can go very different exactly exactly and i think what i really enjoy about it is that moment where my mind gets really stretched and I yeah. get to like my third idea and I'm and you get a little bit competitive and you go, well, I want this third idea to actually be as good as the first one. Mm. Because usually I find the first one's like, boom. And But when you then do it a lot and you go, actually, I want to try and make sure that I can, I'm making five and not two good ideas. I'm going, oh, actually, okay, I've got this, I've got this. And when I get to my third idea, I'm like, okay, I'm really trying to go to the depths of my mind to find another creative idea and and um and also what you find is that like these parameters actually really help your creativity mm -hmm. and your imagination and sometimes it is really good to just put something random like there's got to be a book and like or or um one of them one of them is um one of them is has a dual heritage mm, or what or one of them is holding a secret and then you're like secret, oh like, what secret what is, is that secret? yeah, yeah. I mean, the more ambiguous you are the more your brain does yeah so um yeah yeah so it really helped um, so we had 15 minutes on the clock mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we had our parameters which was a male and female mm -hmm. with friction doing something with a vehicle and going on a journey yes and we then wrote for 15 minutes. How did how did how did it go for you? Do you want to talk about a little bit like where was your mind in those 15 minutes? How did you how um, did you separate those 15 minutes? Well, I had a first idea, it was a burst of an idea. Mm -hmm. Um and then my second idea I was faltering. <laughs> and then my third idea I think I faltered a little bit as well. And then yeah. my fourth idea, I didn't even get to five. Yeah. I never usually do, yeah. actually, to be fair. I Which never really, okay. I never do five because, you know, my brain is um, small. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, my fourth idea, I was quite excited by that. Um, and I think it was, it wasn't difficult, but it yeah. was, it was okay. It was okay. I think it yeah. was, I think it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was happy with the first one. The fourth one was really good and the third and second one probably needed work. But when I was talking it through with Michael, I think we realized that the third one would be really good if it was set in a specific genre. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just sort of wrote and then, yeah, I spoke to Michael about it and he sort of like yeah, made his version kind of really good, I think. <laughs> like when you were like saying the thing, how you did it was really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, how I did mine was how I, how it usually... I find that I work better if I know what genre I'm I'm tackling because my brain goes, okay, comedy. Then I go, okay, I can do this, um, horror. So what I did was I just wrote down five random genres and um, one was a comedy, one was a horror, one was a sci-fi, one was a coming of age, and one was a fantasy. And then I wrote down five different versions of, of um, relationships and I put like a boss and employee, a husband and wife, a um, stepbrother and sister and a um, and two exes that used to be in a relationship and um and yeah and then from that I kind of then got when I would look at like okay boss and employee and go maybe that will work for the comedy and then my brain started going further and further and then my brain just did the rest and um I was like brother and sister maybe a sci-fi 
okay, and then saw where my brain would go there, and that really helped. Just kind of because I kind I need to kind of see things, so it was nice to just kind of be like, okay, cool, I can see something here, and then just go. But my first idea was my first idea was really good. I quite enjoyed that one, and um, I got four as well because I couldn't, I couldn't, my brain couldn't um, go anywhere with fantasy. I just kept thinking of Narnia, and was like, oh. Oh, fuck. I can't go. I can't, like, I kept, yeah, I kept thinking of Narnia, and I was like, "No, no, Narnia. something else, something <laughs> else." And like, but and what the, about spelled Narnia? The, yeah, yeah, but literally. What about uh, Harry traveling Potter, Narnia? Narnia. <laughs> yeah, literally. I couldn't get past it. It was so annoying. So um, I left fantasy. I do you know what? Actually, that happens so much. Yeah. When you're sort of like, I sometimes that happens with names of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, that yeah. can happen with like lines yeah yeah yeah. you just you you're like oh do something else and then what you don't want just continuously continuously comes in your head it's so annoying yeah 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 so um i couldn't get fantasy done but um i thought i think i had three really good concepts i believe and then my had a fourth one which could have been good if i had an extra five minutes um um, excuses, excuses. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It I could have got an A, but I think there wasn't enough time Shut on the up. test. Well, I, well, to be fair, I like I only got I only I got actually, sentence down. I yeah, actually would have got full marks, but you know there wasn't enough time. That's very. You funny. know the teacher didn't actually teach us that, so I didn't obviously get enough time. So that's why I got a D. Actually, are you, are you, it wasn't my fault. Are you okay? <laughs> are you all right? Um, so yeah, no, it was just it was just I only got I only got a sentence down, so I couldn't really envelop it more but yeah so that's that's kind of how i did mine that's how that's how it worked um so we did that for we did that for 15 minutes and then what we do is we bring it together and um we bring all the ideas together and then we pitch them to each other um one after each other one 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 each and um kind of give feedback on each of them and kind of think about why we think they're good and then we got to the process where we had two ideas um one which is amalda's and one which is mine amalda would you like to read out what yours is or would you like to tell them the ones that didn't make it no <laughs> they'll never know no um the one that i chose um in a nutshell it's a story about a girl a creative girl who is going on tour um with her play and she's going around the uk she's touring her play uh independent and she is severely suicidal and she plans to kill herself after mm. her play is done. Um, and she's not like upset about it or anything like that. She's like pre-planned it. And she's really like, well, I'm going to kill myself after this. I'm done. Mm -hmm. um, I hate the world. I hate my life. I'm that. That's it for me. Mm -hmm. um, and this play is basically an avant-garde expression of her unresolved traumas. Yeah. And it's very much a kind of, um, her unresolved, she doesn't really know that she has unresolved traumas and yeah. they keep just going around and around in her head. Mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the reasons why she does want to end her life because she's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm tired of it. Yeah. But she's not wallowing about it. She's kind of like a spunky, offbeat kind of, sarcastic character and she's yeah. like i'm done with this i'm gonna kill myself afterwards mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um i don't know i'm unsure about this male character but he's like her manager maybe her best friend i'm thinking yeah. maybe a manager um and he goes on tour with her to make sure she does not kill herself yeah and to 
sort of show her the love of life and show her that life is worth living. Mm -hmm. And they go through this journey together, going all around the UK, um, touring this really sh this amazing show that sort of gets lots of kind of praise and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we get to the end of the film or series or whatever, and it's like, are you are you going to kill yourself? Basically, yeah, that's yeah. the question. Yeah. And then that's where the film ends and yeah. you never really know if she does or not. And um, that was sort of like the overall idea in which I had. Yeah. Um, which is the one that I really liked. What, what, which one was that? Was that your first, second, third? That was my fourth one. Okay, cool. So your yeah. last one. Yeah. That was the last one, yeah. Nice. Usually my brain goes immediately to death, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. That's sort of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's two... Both have... There's two ideas that have death in them. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know why it just yeah. my brain just sort of goes there just goes deaf and destructive yeah it's strange but yeah yeah cool well my one is a comedy <laughs> my my yeah so I thought um, so it's a comedy and it's about a boss and an employee and then um, I just started writing and I kind of came up with this idea of like a neurotic like horrible boss and his loathed employee who um, work at like a furniture store or maybe like a antique store, one mm. of those two. And um, I um, was thinking about, okay, cool. The setting is like kind of like a, I think like a Seth Rogeny kind of kind of film or or like bridesmaids or something like that. It's like like a kind of or like something with Steve Carell in it, like mm. that kind of that kind of thing. I think I thought a forty year old virgin and then working in that um, electronic store. Yeah. Did that came to my head? So it was like a neurotic boss and his employee. They work at some kind of um, furniture store, and um, basically that store has um, has been visited by a famous Canadian artist. Um, I thought it basically maybe be in America or maybe be in England, and um, but I thought about Canada and thought like maybe Justin Bieber or Drake has come into the store to buy a load of furniture to move into their new house, and um, this is like a big fucking job for the boss. And he picks this employee, maybe because everyone else is busy or everyone ha everyone else, for whatever reason, can't do it. So him and this employee that he hates, um, basically, are going to do this massive big job to take this furniture or antiques to Justin Bieber's house. And they're going to drive all the way to Canada. And... Um, I thought that it could be. It, I thought it could be funny if it was like um the journey is that the journey is like one of those like age old films where they go on a journey but they're like basically filled of a million hurdles to try and get to Justin Bieber's house. Mm. Maybe one of them, and maybe the main antagonist is maybe like a crazy fan that um a crazy fan that either wants to take all of his stuff or maybe he wants to like attack him or maybe he wants to become his new wife or something and um that's like the main antagonist of the story and these two characters are in this van driving on their way to canada and then like the van gets stolen and like um like kind of like we miller's kind of kind of vibe yeah. so yeah that's kind of that's kind of the um idea of what i went with cool yeah and was that your first that was yeah that was my first idea that was my first idea yeah yeah i think even i think comedies and sci-fis are maybe the things are maybe the things that kind of my brain finds really easy to kind of like push out ideas for maybe it's because it's weird because i never really thought i was a com comedic writer mm. but i really like those kind of gags and stuff and really enjoy those films so those like kind of plot points are always quite easy to come out and sci-fis i really enjoy doing as well so comedy was the first one so i think that's why it came out that's cool like that yeah okay so um, 
we both have our concepts, mm-hmm. right? We do. Um, the next thing that we do when it comes to creating and conceptualizing before we put pen to paper yeah. is to have the find the concept, which yeah. is what we have. Mm-hmm. The outline, anyway. These the aren't outline. these aren't like secure ones, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then figure out the characters. Yeah. Um. Characters are maybe my favorite part. Of doing yeah, it, yeah, definitely your favorite part. You for what? What I do is I find a name. <laughs> um, <laughs> find a name. Spend like an hour on Google looking but, at yeah, fake good character, good names. character names, <laughs> <laughs> unique character. Names. Do you know what? I scour through my history of school people that I knew. Yeah, I go through my phone. No, yeah, really. Yeah, I go through my phone and go. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, yeah. I. I go from teachers that i knew yeah to people that i i have heard of yeah um i go through their names maybe change it up a little bit change mm-hmm. the spelling mm-hmm. you yeah, know figure yeah, it out yeah, i do yeah. that a lot with last names because last names are quite difficult last names are very difficult um but yeah i'll find a good name and the name has to fit the genre yes um and then i attach characteristics to those characters yeah, yeah 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 yeah. um i usually do the main and then i do the supporting slash love interest because you know i'm obsessed with love and romance yeah so my people always have a love interest yeah, 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 so yeah. i do the main person the love interest and any and the antagonist yes then i will do any of the supportings that are around yes yes um what about you uh i will i will pick our like yeah i will i will kind of when it comes to characters of pick our two main people and our antagonists um so i usually in my co- in comedies you'll usually have like two people or one person and then like a sidekick and then an antagonist so i'll kind of think about two to three people that i'm gonna see a lot and then i'll try and i'll give them a name a name that i think is quite funny or interesting i'll do the same thing as you like i'll scour through the internet and find things or mm. think about something funny that comes to my head or think about something that isn't a name but could be a name like skittle yeah or like yeah, um, i don't know yeah or like or like candy floss or candy and I'll go, oh floss or like or like nicknames and stuff like that mm. and then the nicknames are good actually. nicknames yeah nicknames i enjoy nicknames because nicknames are usually a little bit better than actual names because mm. then you can call them like and you look around the room like oh leaf green green leaf or something mm-hmm. like that or whatever and um my antagonists in comedies usually have like really stupid names um so i'll find something find something fu- something that makes me laugh and boom and then have them and then usually what i have is as long as i've got like three kind of characters i'll start to kind of pick out their characteristics and then i'll start writing with those three characters in mind and then i'll kind of allow everyone else like supporting to kind of pop up as I'm going. Yeah. So I'll like write like two main characters yeah. dealing with something. And then, I don't know, an Indian uh, policeman will come come by. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, he can be a name. And then I'll like, oh, maybe he can be a supporting character. And, and, then, and then I'll try and map it out like that. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, this is the thing. I think the main thing is to know that everything is subject to change. Yeah, exactly. So even though exactly. you've written out all of your characters in a certain way, sometimes when you're writing them, it might not work. Yeah. And you're soon, like, yeah. their voice is like, this is this is wrong. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, as soon as you, what I usually find is whatever I write down isn't what I usually have on paper. Mm. Like, I'll write it down and it'll be like a good thing to jump off. Uh, but then I'll write and find their voice and then be like, ah, that's funny. 
and be like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm gonna write them like I'm gonna write them with an anxious tone. I'm gonna write them with a bit of a like arrogant tone. Mm. I'm gonna write this person with a bit of a weird whimsical tone. Yeah. And they go, oh yeah, this this rhythm works well for them. Yeah. And then and then you kind of find that you're writing someone else, mm. and then you go back and change it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's difficult sometimes. Um, I've fallen into the trap of creating characters that don't have a tone, mm, but everyone mm. around them has one. Yeah, but so usually like your main, isn't it? My main usually because yeah. I you usually for me my mains are females. Yeah, and they are just like you know, oh, there's something's gonna happen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, I I'm so into what's going on around them and what's happening to them yeah. that I don't let them be the driving force in yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of falter a little bit with their tone. They yeah. don't really have like a boldness to them. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. know there's a couple of things that I've written where I've been a victim of sort of having my main character be like a victim to yeah, everything yeah, and yeah, like yeah, being yeah. like, oh my God, things are happening to me. And yeah. oh my God. But the thing is, what's so interesting about TV is that we've seen everything. Yes, exactly. You we know, have. so the smallest of things that is happening to your um, protagonist, yeah. if you don't make it interesting enough and if you don't make them interesting enough, yeah. then no one cares. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, true. no one's interested. It's like, yeah. care about, like, I need... I need you to care about my character. And in order for you to do that, I need to give you something to care about. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, I also think a lot of the time, like there is a safety in knowing that there, that everything's been done. Cause I think sometimes mm. I find that like, I'm trying to like, I really want to write a unique character, but it's like, it, it, it does exist, but it's probably, they're probably going to cross reference with someone else from somewhere else. Of course they're going to cross reference. I think sometimes I'll be like, I need to make them so unique and then kind of forget that. Like, Ah, they're gonna. There were millions of brains before yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you you find that actually I can I can hold myself in being. Ah, I'm gonna make them a little bit like this motif or this. Yeah, and also I think what's really beautiful is that you can combine people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can combine people. You can make someone. You can make someone like Monica and Ross. Yeah, and put them together. together. Or, or or you could be like. This person's kind of like Taylor Swift, but on crack. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. does that do? Like, yeah. what does Taylor Swift? I found, I found do you know that a lot mean? when writing like character descriptions. Mm. Like one thing that I think I learned from you, which is like, um, usually reading scripts where they'll be like, um, think of so you'll yeah, have yeah, yeah. Like, that was that's yeah, a freaking saving yeah, grace. Such a saving grace. Yeah. Think of an emo Taylor Swift, and then yeah. like, your brain is able to be like, aha, okay, I see it. Yeah. Um, this is also usually a place where I'll then go and watch like a shitload of take the take videos. Oh, I love yeah. the take. Yeah. Shout out to the take. Shout out to the take. I literally I am obsessed with the take. They yeah, are incredible yeah. popular culture critics. So good. They're so good. Especially especially they've got something for everything. Yeah. So I find myself a lot going. Oh, I want to write like this. Like um, I was writing a kind of crime thrillery thing before, and um, I watched a video on Seven, and then that made me go and watch Seven, and then I came back to the Taken, and then I was like, an episode on a Dark Knight, and then I was like, oh man, there's so much stuff that I'm learning here that you just be like, okay, here are some of the characteristics of this trope. You write it down, and you can subvert it. But when you understand what the trope is, 
is so much better than just writing a trope. Because if you just write a trope without understanding it, it's usually going to really sound like a trope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those videos are great. So I'll usually watch the take, actually, to really kind of help me with with character stuff. Or I'll go away and watch some stuff that will... This is kind of where the research will come in and watch a load of stuff that will kind of help build this character to be like really interesting and stuff mm, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 no characters are they're, they're 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 yeah they're massive yeah they're very very important yeah okay so mm. shall we attach some characters this is going to be so rough yeah rough, shall rough, we rough. attach some characters to our concepts 100 let's do it okay yeah do you want to go first or shall i go first <laughs> um yeah i can go first i can go first, you can go first. Yeah. okay go Okay, so off the cuff, off, off the, the cuff. cuff. So we've got, so we've got a boss, and we've got, we've, and you can help me with this. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I, so I think maybe I've already, I've already got a name. Do we? <laughs> okay, go on, give me a name. Um, the employee. Yeah, I was thinking him to be a Ned, like a Ned, a, a Ned type. A person. Ned type person. So if I think of a Ned, I think immediately like a nerd. Yeah, and a whiny. A whiny kind of. S- not maybe not slimy, whi- maybe but not whiny, but uh, depending on how you're looking at it. But I was thinking like a really shy, really kind of a really shy, really quiet, really kind of um, just not socially conscious kind of person oh, okay. that just really wants to be so um, unoffendable um, to anybody. Okay. And then maybe you have like a real fucking rambunctious woman who. Just wants who just hates Ned because he's so fucking like unoffendable. He's so unoffendable that it's offensive because he is like Ned and has no, um, I don't know, has no um, opinion on anything. Mm. And so whenever it's like Ned, would you want to do? Like, I don't know. So it's she's kind of like a Sue Sylvester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be great, like a Sue Sylvester, right, right, and right. like a Sue Sylvester with like a. Um, mouse mouth from One Tree Hill. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That see, that's a good like kind of pairing. Right, got it. Because mouth wouldn't know what to do with Sue. He'd just be like, oh, okay, hi. right, got it, got it. Yeah. The yeah. difficulty with that, and I and don't want to pop hard on some critique here, but the difficulty with that is that writing a character that is inoffensive. Mm. Well, he wants mm. to be inoffensive. He's not necessarily inoffensive because he offends Sue. The mm. Sue character. He's mm. not inoffensive. He doesn't want to be inoffensive. He, 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 want, he, he wants to be inoffensive. He, he just wants to be in the background and very much like just does his job and Jemmy you know I and, and is maybe quite happy with his job and a very simple, simple guy. And she just hates that. Mm. <laughs> she just like has a real problem with him. Like like JD and, and the janitor. Like he just hates him mm. for no reason. Jemmy, you know J, JD makes a joke about like there being a penny in, in the door and then that, he just, it's like, if there's a penny in the door, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm. And then it just ends up being like that for like years. We're talking about scrubs. Scrubs, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they just hate, he just hates him. So maybe something like something like that. Or like, even like how Sue's, um, what's the name of the teacher in Glee? Mr. Schuster. Even how she, um, Sue hated Mr. Schuster. I love he it. He's not so necessarily funny. like shy, but she just hates everything that he stands for. He's just like a man that she doesn't like. Do you get? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, he's, and he he came in trying to be really lovely to her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So no, they were friends in the beginning. I think maybe yeah. like the first episode. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were but like, not, not for long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I feel like those that 
enemy pairing. Yeah. One of the greatest enemy pairings. Yeah, yeah, I so think, good. It's, it rests solely on Ryan Murphy's writing and how 100%. he wrote Sue Sylvester. 100%. How neurotic yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah. It was it, uh, an iconic character, Sue Sylvester. Yeah, She's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. She's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so do you have names? Um, Maybe like a Ben and like a... Ben and then like I don't know fucking I hate making names maybe like a Mrs. Callahan yeah Mrs. is good <laughs> like instead a, of like she doesn't have like a fir- she does have a first name obviously but he doesn't call her that or like a Mrs. B like something like that or like a Mrs. Mrs. Um, uh, Mrs. T or like something weird like Miss T or like <laughs> Miss T yeah Miss T that's fun because it sounds like Misty oh like, okay like okay. Miss T okay something something really random that's yeah. like no, you call me Miss T. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I'll call her Miss T. We'll call her T for now. Ben and T. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so those are your characters. Those are my characters. Um, Right, so for mine, I have a suicidal girl. Mm-hmm. I had the name Clara in my head, and I don't, Clara. And I don't know why. I really like Clara. You don't like Clara? No. Oh, man. Clara. I don't know. Clara doesn't really sound like someone that's going around... Touring. Why? Clara. Name a name a famous musician or actor called Clara. I don't need to have a famous. She's a playwright. Name a playwright called Clara. I don't know. I don't know playwrights like that. Okay, well. I don't, I can't just. <laughs> well, you lose. Shakespeare. <laughs> <That's> like, Shakespeare. <laughs> Arthur Miller. Um, I don't know. Um, I like Clara. I I want her to have this softness to her. Yeah. So I want I don't know why the the letter C is coming in my head. Clara is doing the Narnia thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. being Narnia right now. So yeah. I'm just I was thinking maybe something like charity or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like kind of soft. Yeah. But she's um she's really she's a gentle girl. Yeah. She's got a bit of a sarcastic bite to her. Yeah. So I want her to be like offbeat. Yeah. Sarcastic. Yeah. You know, um what Chloe? No. Yeah. Not Chloe, no. God. Yeah, she's in the clothes. Jesus. Huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can do that to Chloe when the name you picked pick was Charity. Charity. Charity's cute. I don't know if I like Charity, but this is where we we do this a lot. I know this is where all we of your names, All of your names, I don't like. Oh, you hate <laughs> my names. I don't know why. It's so strange. So I'm gonna go with a C. Yeah. Well, or like a no, no. You can go with Charity if you want. I was gonna want. say Crystal. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Charity. Crystal's nice. Crystal's no, nice. Oh God, I like no, Crystal. I don't like Crystal. She sounds like a no. I no, actually no, not Crystal. A crystal lady. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a no Crystal. Sounds like a Crystal. No thanks. Um, she doesn't. Crystal doesn't necessarily sound like a soft kind of gentle person. All right, go, go on and pick one. So I'm gonna go with Charity. Okay. Um, Charity and her manager is, I'm thinking a big sort of not big burly guy but yeah. a little bit a, a big and burly guy almost yeah, yeah. like he's he's really dave. nice yeah something like that big old dave <laughs> big old dave <laughs> <laughs> charity dave yeah like something like that which is really yeah. strange yeah, yeah, yeah. um and dave is really sort of he's kind of he's really nice yeah but he doesn't like like to show people that he's yeah. A really gentle, really lovely person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, that's that's what I want, I think. Um so a charity and a Dave. Charity and Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's them. Cool. Okay. All right. So we've got our character names. 
You've got a character names. We've got you've you've got roughly your how you Cherry is quite soft and Day is quite loud and rumptious. Um and then Rumptious. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. Um so Rumbunctious. I he's just he's got they're both they both have a hard edge, basically. Hard and edge, um they've got they've got <laughs> <laughs> both real straight edge kind of people. They've got a hard edge. Okay, and, cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. all right, so we've got our characters and then we would and then I think the first thing I would do. So now it's now it's basically trying to figure out your like actual and yeah. Actual so you want to do inciting incident. Inciting incident. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the conflict is going to be. And what the conflict is. So okay, so what? How I would do it is I've got Misty and Ben are working in this. Misty and Ben. Maybe Ben isn't just. Maybe Ben isn't just inoffensive. Maybe he's a little bit of a fuck up. Maybe he's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that makes it good. Maybe, maybe he's a little he's bit. He's so like, anxious. Yeah, he he's just so in- anxious. He's just like really clumsy. Yeah. So he's breaking a lot of stuff mm. out of like fear and scary, like being scared of shit. But also um, wanting to do really well. Wanting to do really well, <laughs> but just is a fuck up, um, which could be quite funny if he's working with Sue Sylvester. Um, so Misty, uh, Miss T and Ben, um, maybe, so Ben's, Ben's our protagonist. He's like our he's like our protagonist. He's like our main story. Um, ben has been working at this place for a while, couple years. Misty has is had enough of him. Maybe it's a thing where she has maybe 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 the story starts where she's come in, she's new, um, she's worked the thing around. She's worked like this shithole of a furniture company, and she's made it really like nice and glossy, and they all wear like really nice like. Um, uh, uniforms and that everything has changed and it's like it's a place for celebrities now and it's got loads of money has been put into it and she's at the head of it and she's trying to make this company into something really good and um she's like trying to put people on the chopping block and maybe Ben is the first person that she sees at the chopping block and Ben is on his last warning so maybe that's where we start where Ben is basically on his last warning he loves this job um he just wants to work his way up in the furniture business and um yeah, and it's not looking good for him. And then the inciting incident would be that Justin Bieber walks in to <laughs> Justin Bieber walks into the furniture store. All <laughs> I need yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. the <laughs> Slow motion, fifty FPS, loads of like, wind. Oh my god, it's Justin Bieber. He's wearing that stupid purple hat. But he's What's like stupid. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, from two thousand and ten. But he's his, <laughs> but he's this age now. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's funny. like wearing that like believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that could be really funny. And he walks in. He's walking into the shop with his like with his crew and all these people and stuff. And he's like, "Hey man, I'm looking for some clothes. I'm looking for some like furniture. I'm just in the country or whatever." And then um and um he's speaking to Ben. And then everybody's like, and he, and everyone's <laughs> silent and yeah. waiting for Ben to say something, and yeah, then he yeah. just farts. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, like, Justin finds it like really kind of like endearing. Endearing. He's yeah. like, I like this guy. And Miss T's like trying to like get him away. And like, no, no, come to me. He's like, no, no, I want to stay with Ben. <laughs> and it's like Ben. So what kind of? And Ben basically um, sells like half of the store yeah. to Justin Bieber. Which is like fuck. He did something well. Yeah. Um. But Justin Bieber's like, you're gonna drive, and you're gonna deliver it. Yeah. To my he's house. like, I'm gonna give you my address, and you're gonna deliver it to my address. And um, I just want you to go. And he's like, Yeah, man, cool. He's like, All right, see you later. 
I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> but the cat, but the gag is, but the gag Ben is. can't drive. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. That's it, yeah. Gag is, Ben can't drive. But Miss T can. <laughs> and she's so fucking pissed off that Ben has, like, has like basically done her job and now people are like Ben should be manager whatever whatever and uh, maybe maybe actually we'll see maybe actually she plans to kill him maybe that's like it so like they're like <laughs> this could be so this could be so good so maybe she's like fucking fueled of rage and jealousy that she's like actually I'm gonna fucking kill him on this trip so then maybe it's like a thing maybe she's the antagonist she's plotting to kill she's him she's plotting to kill him and then drive out to Justin Bieber's house but she's trying to find a way to kill him in the right way or no, leave no, no. him stranded she's, she's antagonist number one oh, no not kill him but leave him stranded leave him stranded leave him stranded yeah, on yeah, the yeah. motorway or in, in Canada somewhere and he, or whatever on the motorway <laughs> and um and then, <laughs> Uh, but she's antagonist number one. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. she, they have to actually work together because antagonist number two, who is the crazed fan yeah, that wants yeah. to find Justin yeah, yeah, Bieber. Yeah, exactly. And then, then we get to why we're going too far into the story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that would be my inciting incident. My inciting incident is, so for anyone, how's the best way to describe an inciting incident? And it's, it's the, I can't even remember the actual description. An inciting incident is basically something that jump starts the story. It's yes. something that, ignites the change yeah. in a story yeah. an inciting incident could be a phone call it could be bad news yeah. it could be yeah it could be so anything. on google it says an inciting incident is the first major plot point in the movie that usually occurs between one and three minutes in it's the major ch major change of formative event that ignites the protagonist's connection with the antagonist yeah. so it's the main thing that it's the first thing that happens to the character that makes them Go, go on, on their this journey, journey. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, forty-year-old virgin, him not wanting to be a virgin anymore. Shrek being told that he needs to leave the swamp. Like, like those are the inciting incidents. Those are, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe people are like, no, they're not. No, <laughs> I don't think that's the inciting incident for forty-year-old. Does he even just decide not to be a virgin? Something. No. Happens oh to yeah, him they find out that, that he's a virgin. There we go. And, and then they go like, we're that's going to the inciting make incident. Yeah. Yeah. That's the inciting incident. In Shrek, it's them telling him not to thing. With Moana, it's um. In Moana, it's it's meeting the sea. No, she she was in love with the sea from before. The inciting incident is oh, in Moana no. is oh, the grandma fact dies. Oh, Isn't it that? actually, I, that, that's that... interesting. I would assume that it's the coconuts like not producing anything because that's what makes oh, her yeah. grandma say, "You need to save this island." But and no, no, she yeah, has yeah. to then go. But isn't it? Isn't it her grandma saying that she needs to go and meet um whatever the rocks character is called Maui? Yeah, Maui. But that's to save the, to island, save the island because yeah. the coconuts yeah. are now producing. Some, yeah, so like that. I yeah, would yeah, assume. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Around, there can be more than one inciting incident. Around that space. Around <laughs> no, that's that a lie. That's yeah, a lie. Yeah. There's usually only one. But yeah. No, there, there is an inciting incident. Yeah. Something that happens. It, I, I would, I would, yeah, I'd argue that it is that. It is the, the plants dying. Yeah. Um, because and, that's why the grandma yeah. was like, you need to go and save this island. Find Maui, come back, and then, and then yeah. So she goes on a hero's stuff. journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the inciting incident. So the inciting incident, I think, would be Justin Bieber saying, Bring these, bring this stuff over to my house because it's like he goes from being this fuck up to being this like, oh my god, I'm, I've, I've done something great. I've, do you know I mean, I've made the profits for the shop. And yeah, that, yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, and then, and then, and then, yeah. They have to go on this journey. Yeah, go on this yeah, journey yeah, yeah. To no, prove that he isn't a fuck up. That yeah. is great. That is yeah. great. That's so good. Um, I have no idea what mine would be. Mm -mm. So it's, it's we're starting off with somebody that wants to commit suicide. Yeah, I think, but the thing is, I think 
I think that in my head, it's she decided to, she was going to do it. She yeah. prepped doing it. I'm not yeah. sure necessarily how, yeah. but she prepped doing it. And she was like, right, she laid out all the stuff on the table or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And, then and that's she, something that the audience knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've seen, we're seeing this. This is the beginning. We're seeing it. We're seeing like, this. Yeah. She's prepping out. She's like, right. And now it's time. And she's a little bit dramatic. She's like, and yeah. now it's time. Yeah. And then she gets a knock at the door and yeah. it might be Dave coming in going, we've got, we're going on tour. So yeah, that would be your inciting answer. Yeah. Your inciting answer would be that she needs to do the tour. She said, so, so that's why she's like, right, I'm putting yeah. this on pause. Yeah. We're going to go on tour. And yeah. And then after we do that, then yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Uh, yeah. And your tour is almost her, her, it's the journey in which the character will go on to either figure out whether, whether they want she to live wants or not. to or not. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that yeah, that's pretty much very simple, isn't it? Yeah. No, it works though. It works. <laughs> they don't have to be fucking crazy shit. That's you know true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, suppose yeah. so. Yeah. 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 There's also films like, also what we're doing right now for anyone that isn't aware is that we're kind of talking throughout a classical narrative arc structure. Mm -hmm. So that's with a base, that's with a very kind of um, inciting incident, um, conflict, conflict, rising conflict conflict and climax and resolution. Mm. We're kind of going from, we're we're doing it like that, like an act one, act two, like three, like what you would see in the majority of movies, but this is not the only way to um, tell stories. You can tell stories in any way, shape or form. Um, We're just kind of, this this is just kind of like the, the, I I don't know. I I don't even want to say like the proper way because it's not. It's It's just just the the basic way. Yes, the pop. It's the popular way to write stories within within three acts. So um, that's it. But if you watch films like Licorice Pizza or um, uh, or like things that are a little bit more waves, films that are a little bit more avant garde, Mm. you may have like films that have like like waves has a very strong act one where it's like you have an introduction to your character, yeah. then you have an inciting incident, which is basically your character has broken his um, arm, well, broken his shoulder, and will never be able to wrestle again. But um, And then that oh, kind of takes him down this know. massive journey. That's so interesting, because I wouldn't even think... That's definitely it. Wow, yeah, no, you're right. I thought it was the pregnancy. No, it's... Spoiler it's, alert. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the, it's the arm, it's the arm. The arm's the first thing, because he, he breaks his arm, well, he, 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 yeah, he, he does break. Yeah, he breaks his arm. He breaks his arm. His shoulder. Um, he breaks his shoulder. He's told that he can never wrestle again. He's then told that his girlfriend's pregnant and then everything goes downhill from there. But then everything else. But then his story is almost like an act one, act two, act three. But then we carry on with the sister. With the sister, which then yeah. Which is a like real interesting way of doing a resolution. Yeah. So there's different ways to do it. There's different ways to do it. It's the point of the, it's the, point of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is basically... Michael, do you have a title for yours? Um, I would call it... All I need is beauty in the beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like um, oh shit, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Give it a name. Oh, fuck, man, I'm being put on the spot. Give it a name. Um, Justin Bieber's furniture. <laughs> Justin, Justin Bieber's, Justin's, Justin. JB's interior. <laughs> JB's interior. JB's in, no, or like, or like a really long title, like the story of. The ben, story ben, tri- ben and Misty ben, going ben up to Storm, find Yeah, Ben's journey to put Justin Bieber's um, furniture back in his house, something like that. I don't <laughs> know. No, let's call it. Let's call it JB Interiors. I like that it's for now. JB yeah. Interiors. That's a yeah. working title. Working working title. Working yes, title. working title. Um, my, I kind of want the play to be the title of the um. The film, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I would like that. I don't, we know, don't know what the play is. I don't know it. what the play is. The play yeah. is about unresolved trauma. Yeah, maybe 
kind of like a nightmare almost. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to figure it. You have to figure it. So maybe it's like a something about I don't know. Yeah. Fairies, fairy tales. Fairy. Oh, it's a bit crap, isn't it? Great. Let's let's just let's just I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. It's ridiculous to try and like think of names right now. Mine's fucking called JB Interiors. Yeah. It's not going to be called that. If I end up writing this, it would it would end up being like some kind of funny long title. Like I've been doing that. I've been doing that recently where I did it with the last comedy I wrote. It was called Flying Monkeys or Mark and Brittany go on a uh, Mark and Brittany go to find a wizard. Like I'd do something like that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna place hold my title and call it all the bright places, which is yeah. similar. To, it's because I want it to be. Yeah, similar I'm gonna, to I'm gonna place hold mine as well and call it Where the Millers, because I think you can't do that. Yeah, no, JB yeah. Interiors was good. Wait, yeah, no, yeah. I mean it wasn't, but it no, was better no, than was freaking better than fairy tales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's better than fairy tales. That's true. <laughs> Goodness gracious yeah, me! Yeah. Okay. No, I'm gonna place hold it and call it Where the Millers. Also, I think another good thing, another little good tip for everyone is once you know what kind of story that you're writing. You are not special, and that story Deep. has probably been told. This is something that I've had to learn and swallow, and I've hated. But your story has probably been told in some regard by someone else. So go and find that script on Scriptslug and read it. <laughs> <laughs> and genuinely, if you're like, oh, I want to write, I'm super bad, or we're the Millers, or or fucking, um, I don't know, or the forty year old virgin. Go on the internet. Go to Script Slug, download the script, and read it so that you can kind of see how the writer has been like. This is how my act one is. If you're right, if your act one is forty pages, bro, it's too long. Well, this is <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I. I think I definitely had to do that when I um I wrote a uh, mockumentary yeah, pilot, yeah. and that was very difficult because it was like straight up comedy comedy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not a straight up comedy comedy kind of gal. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, more yeah. like comedy drama, comedy yeah. drama. You know, because yeah. I love a bit of tears and I love a bit of a laugh. Yeah, yeah. But with this, it was a massive like. I needed to watch. I basically binged Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And that inspired me to write it. And the office. So I had to not just watch Parks and Recreation, but I had to actually find the scripts. Yeah. And I found different episodes. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, how have they written this? How did they phrase all the camera stuff? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. you can see that someone's talking to the camera, what's that called? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I need to figure that out. Yeah. Okay, when the camera turns and then it looks at someone else or it rap yeah. focuses to someone in the background, yeah, 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 what yeah, is yeah. that like? Yeah. Is that, is you that, know? Yeah. What, is in, what is improvisation and what scripts? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I had to, when I was researching New Girl, like yeah. so much improv on that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, some of the really funny improv, some of the really funny bits in New Girl are improv and I didn't even know. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was actually written? I need to figure that out. 100%. Um, and it also helps with direction because you know, as the, when you're writing it with the intention to direct it, you know where you want to leave room for like improv yes. and where you're like, oh no, 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 say this line for line. 100%. Do you know what I mean? And 100%. that's where I think it's such a hand in hand kind of process with comedy um, when you're directing and mm -hmm. writing mm -hmm. and acting in it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, um, we're going to work together yeah. to make this as funny as it can be because yeah. the actor might have some really freaking good ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like, oh, this will be really funny. Mm -hmm, Let them mm -hmm, say mm -hmm, that because mm -hmm, it will mm -hmm. just be so good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Chris Pratt is so funny. He's really funny. In Parts and Recreation. And, yeah. and it would, if, if um, I can't remember who directed it, but. Yeah, whoever, whoever. 
if they were like, you can't do that, mm. it would have really stifled him and it wouldn't have been as funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, yeah. There's, room for, there's room for people like Noah Bombach who are like, you you, you read... You must say every word. Every word. He doesn't sound like that. I just fight with that. He's American, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really yeah. do like you, yeah. Noah Bombach. I do. Yeah, and Greta Gerwig. Shout out to both of you. Yeah, I love Greta Gerwig. Um, but yeah, yeah. Noah Bombach, a marriage story. It was like everything everything exactly how it's written is what Scarlett Johansson said. Yeah, That's yeah. what Scarlett said. We didn't say that. That's what she said to that's me. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what she said to me. She called me on the phone and that's, then she yeah. said... <laughs> that's what she said to me at the Oscars. She was like, fucking hell, man. I had to like fucking know every line. <laughs> he didn't even let me improvise anything. Not even fucking commas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Scarlett said, mate. They're getting rid of me. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, cool. So then, moving on to our moving on to our act two, the conflict. Yeah, your conflict. So, what would be what would be your? Or should you want me to go first? My conflict. Well, you know your conflict already. She's trying to kill him, and then there's a crazy I guess so, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of jumped. I kind of jumped. Yeah, into we it, did. You did your whole one. Well, the, what's really good about doing conflicts for comedies is that basically, I think again, I think also. Sometimes it can it can seem really um, it can seem really over acts can seem really like overwhelming because you can be like okay act one act two and act three and I've done it before where I've just been like this is what happens in act one here's my conflict here's my resolution but it still beats yeah within that you, need, that to you need to hit and I think sometimes if you're if you're worried about how to hit those beats. Um, go and watch um, Lessons from the Screenplay. Um, shout out to you guys. Let's shout, out to, shout out to Michael from Lessons from the Screenplay. And he's got a podcast as well, which is really, really cool, which is called Beyond the Screenplay, which is yeah. dope. But Lessons from the Screenplay is really good because he, for all of the genres and loads of really famous films, he really breaks down the beats of individual acts. So, like, what you then find for comedy is that there's a load of, like, it's like, yeah, you if you see it as a straight line, you've got your act one, your act two, your act three, but actually within those lines, you've got like maybe Lots five, of wiggly lines. loads of five <laughs> wiggly lines in between each one. Yeah. So when you get to your conflict of act two, you just get to do loads of funny shit where yeah. you're in, you're just like, ah, oh, here they are in a, here they are in a, in a barn. Here they are, they're stuck on a farm. The yeah. van is broken. Somebody's stolen. Well, this is, a, so this is yeah. the thing, I think. One thing that you need to know, every single scene, and this is how you can tell that if something's really bad, mm. every single scene ha is there for a reason. Yeah. It's necessary to have, every scene is necessary. 100%. And if a scene isn't necessary, it's not good. No. Well, or, or, or it is good. It's just not needed. Because sometimes you write, sometimes you write stuff that's like really funny or like, oh, this is a good scene, but it's not. Yeah, it's but, not aiding the story. But it's a good is, scene. This is the thing, and if it doesn't aid the story, get rid of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Because the thing is, like, you can have a really funny scene. Yeah, yeah. But is is the aim for us to get to know the characters? Yeah. Are we learning more are about we, the characters? Are we is learning it, more about? Um, are we seeing how how much? this affects a character? Yeah. Are we seeing where the character's heart lies? Are, Are we, we seeing... building a relationship? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of those. And you can just have um, a shot of them sitting on um, watching the sunset. Yeah. That's like, oh, they're forming a relationship. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's 100%. not just, oh, well, pretty. Yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you... yeah. but yeah, anyway. Anyway, my conflict, I have no idea what my conflict would be. See, as you can tell, my story is not as well mapped out as Michael's one. 
um, my conflict, I don't know, what would it be? Well, Something maybe, like... Maybe, maybe the conflict would be like... I kind of... It, obviously, you've got the two people having opposite kind of agendas. She yeah. wants to kill herself and she's going around doing this play. Yeah. But he's gone with her so he can stop her doing that thing. Yeah, now, yeah, Now, I'm yeah, wondering yeah, yeah, yeah. whether the conflict might come from... And tell me if this is conflict or not. Uh-huh. The play... She's like, I know this play is going to fail. Yeah. But she's like, this play... Yeah. Is... If it this play is gonna do terribly, yeah. But if it starts doing really, really well, yeah. And people want to see more of her. People are like, "What are you gonna do next?" Yeah, and yeah people are doing yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then Dave and uh, Charity start yeah. going back and forth in. Uh, you know, is that some kind of conflict? Yeah. Or would that be well a bit too lackluster? So there's, I think, I think that could work. I think I, I was gonna say that like what I. What I have like a, a, a um this is I think I got it. Is this from, your eight point plan? No, but it, it but I can read that out. Yeah. But um this is from the um lesson from the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um it was basically like a, a load of like like classic arc, like loads of arc stories. Yeah. Um which sometimes would help would help with stories like this. Yeah. Where it's like, well I've got a character that wants to commit suicide and that's their want. Mm. Because because uh, again, this is something we missed out. Something that's really important is to map out your character's wants and needs. Oh yeah, that yeah. as well. You need to make sure these that things are all ball aches, but yeah. also they're so important. And also, and also, the more that you study it, the more it becomes. But it's just, it's just, it's just fixated in your mind because then basically we don't even necessarily need to say it. But oh shit, we need to actually mind it because we've gotten so used to just being like, well, my character's wants and needs of this. My character needs this. My character wants that. Yeah. Um, and that's basically part, part, of, the, part of their arc. Mm. Um, but basically, there is this thing called the negative change arc, or um, which is basically the character believes a disillusioned lie. Yeah. And then the character, so that's at the that beginning. That life isn't worth living. Yeah. Yeah, but lie, yeah. And then the character encounters the truth. Which is Dave. Yeah. And that could be your, that could, that could actually be their, um, their um, conflict. Right. Their conflict could be with the truth. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because it's like because what he's trying to do is prove that life wa- is worth living. Exactly. He wants. He want. He almost needs that to be her. Her, her, her need. Her need. Or, or yeah. Her, her, her want. Yeah. He wants to yeah. change her want. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then the character overcomes the lie by finding tragic truth. So right. maybe maybe the tragic truth is overcoming. Maybe they overcome their lie, which is like. Oh, um, life isn't worth living. Life isn't worth living. But maybe the tragic truth that she, is, it I is act, worth living. But I don't want to. Hundred percent. And then that's what makes you go because I. That's what I, makes you I cry. I just got a feeling. Ah, yeah. oh. so, I mean, that's I had really a, sad. Ah, oh, yeah. and then that's something that I feel like you should go for because yeah. it's like, oh, that, then that's a good story. And then you see how you've got a structure. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, cool. So at the beginning, my character's believing a lie. At the middle, my character's encountering the truth, and in the end, my character overcomes the lie to find the tragic truth. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, which is I think is really interesting. Well, great, I have my conflict. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. You're Wonderful. This is why get yourself a Michael Honor, guys. <laughs> get yourself a Michael Honor. Uh, I can I can clone him. The original obviously <laughs> is with me, but I'll clone him for behave, you. Behave, behave. But anyway, I think that's I think we're good for today. I uh, think that's oh, amazing. I wanted, I wanted to quickly oh. read out the eight character thing. Okay, we'll I've, leave you. We leave you with what is it called? Your eight point plan. It's it's written by um I forgot his name. Um, it's the guy who created Rick and Morty. His name's Dan Schneider. 
Dan Schneider did Dan, not create Rick and Dan, Morty. Dan Harmon. Oh. Dan Harmon. It's by Dan Harmon who is and Justin Rowland who created Rick and Morty. They're both really, really great writers. And basically, um, he basically has this like eight point plan. Um, which if anyone wants, I can send it to you, or I can we can put it up on a page or on an email or something. But um, it's an eight point plan that basically when I start making ideas, I. I kind of, I kind of put out, I put on all of my, all of my stories because it just makes it easier. But it kind of works for like a hero story, so it doesn't necessarily work for every kind of story that you're writing. But I just think it's a good little way to break your story down further than just an act one, act two, and three. Yeah. So basically, you start off with um, it's it's seven words, no, it's eight words, and the first one is you. And that's basically the first thing you need to do is create a protagonist we want to invest in. So um, not everyone liked Don Traper, but we certainly watched him. And I think Don Traper is from Mad Men. So you need to find, basically, it's creating a, in, a really important protagonist that we want to invest in, no matter whether they're a twat or not. Yeah. Then secondly, you need a need. That would, that would be your, um, that would be your Ben. That would be my Ben. And my charity. And your charity. And, and the most important thing is finding a way for us to invest in him so that we don't have the problems that we usually get, which is, which we both fall into, which is that you have like a, a passive protagonist yeah. that's just kind of, Moving with this, the with the rhythm of of your script. Yeah, yeah. Then we go to um, second, which is called need, and it's like now that we're obsessed with your protagonist, we need to know what's motivating them. Establish an active drive. What do they need? So yeah. So then, so then it's like this is probably your first like five pages. We're immediately understanding what a character needs, and maybe what Ben needs is he needs to be the um, accepted. Needs to be accepted, and he needs maybe he needs to. Maybe he needs to prove that he can be the manager of the store, mm. or he, or that he's supposed to Get run this store or promotion. Yeah. Maybe his dad owned a store, but his dad never trusted him with it. Yeah. But he works in it, even <laughs> though his dad owned it and yeah. sold it to some fucking weirdo. Yeah. But he's like, I want to have it. Maybe yeah. that's his need. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And then we were invested in that because even though he's a fuck up, we want him to do it because he's like, oh, he deserves it. Something like that. Mm. Um, and then we go to go. So he's like, look at him go. We're off to the races as the protagonist has initiated their journey to find, build, buy, steal, or win over whatever they need. And this would be charity, um, basically, this going against what Dave is saying. 100%. Like, almost trying to prove that life isn't worth living and yes. he's trying to prove that life is worth living. So exactly. that's their journey. Yeah, and she's willing to basically do anything she can to prove, to prove that everything that, yeah, everything he's saying, saying is bollocks. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think it's the same thing with, um, with, with Ben. I think when he's on that journey and he's on that journey to go and take Justin Bieber's stuff to his house, he's he is determined to make sure that he he makes it to Justin Bieber's house and he gives him over the thing, even though Miss T is going to be the hurdle all the way through there. Yeah. Then it's search. So it's like put them to the test. Put them to the test. Let's see what they're made of. Nothing worth doing is ever easy. So make sure you challenge your, prot your protagonist a bunch of times. This is when we're getting into our second act. Yeah. So you want to put them in a load of different challenges. Yeah. And this is where, even with your character, it'd be like you want them to have a load of moral questions and yeah. a load of things so that they're doing their tour and there's someone that comes up to them and, and says, says like, you're, the you're the reason why I'm I didn't still alive. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, they're, they're walking in a store and they appreciate, they see their book and they see someone else buying it but they don't talk to them and they're like, oh, yeah. moments like that that make them go, 
man was questioning questioning the truth or the lie that they had. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go to find. So mission accomplished, or is it? It appears as though your protagonist has gotten something, has gotten what they set out for, but it can't be that easy. Mm-hmm. So I always find I always find that bit quite hard and quite interesting because it's like he does something to take us on a different bit of a journey. Yeah. So they find what they think they're finding, what they're looking after, but like, actually, no, this isn't what I wanted. I would, mine would be, she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Life is great. Yeah. And she and Dave have a great time doing something. Maybe yeah. it's after, maybe they start a relationship. I don't know. Yeah. But something happens and they're like, this, she's like, this is, yeah. Okay, yeah. go on then. Yeah. And then, something curveballs her. Yeah. Maybe she watches the play. Yeah. Or she does something. Yeah. Or someone asks her for something or whatever. And yeah. she's like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, stick yeah, yeah. to what I thought originally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I thought maybe like, maybe Ben is offered the job by Miss T. Yeah. As like a sneaky way to or, let her. Or, or maybe she's just like, you know what? I think you'd make a really good manager. And yeah. she doesn't actually say anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the manager. Yeah. And then he realizes later that that's not necessarily all that he wants. Maybe mm. yes, what he, what he, what he needs is actually way more important than his want. Maybe yeah. what he wants is just acceptance and love. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, and then take, how badly do they still want it? This is where we see how step of a price your hero is willing to pay to pro- accomplish their goal, to get what they need. So this is like, he's on the motorway. He's been thrown away. Everything is fucked. He's like, how am I going to, how am I going to get? And then he charges down to Canada by yeah. himself. Or he hitchhikes <laughs> or something. Hitchhikes, he yeah, finds yeah. a motorbike. Finds a camel or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the back of a motorbike yeah, and like yeah, yeah, rides yeah, into yeah. the sunset or some shit thing. like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about yours? What would be your take? God, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, That would yeah. be, that is a hard one. Yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. I'm not sure. Unless it's like a fucking overdose. I mean, like no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it, or I an def- attempt. Yeah, yeah, maybe an attempt yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. A curveball. A we curve could, ball. We could, we could have like, I need to figure out what the actual trauma is. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. Which I haven't done. So yeah. that would be, I don't know, it could be a parent. Maybe that parent comes back. Or yeah. That parent does that and they have to then confront that parent so they take whatever they believed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then we go to seven, which is return. Now our hero must return home, having taken what they wanted and slayed the metaphorical or real dragons. They make their journey back. This is like, this is, we're at the end now. We're at our resolution. He's gone to Justin Bieber's house. He's high five Justin Bieber. Sunset Drive. Fucking everybody wants to rule the world is, is, dry, is on. As I love drives, that. As he drives the van back to fucking wherever he's from. Welcome to your life. Something like that. Really, really nice. Return, return home. This is different for this because it's not necessarily a hero story. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't necessarily need to return home or whatever, but she could have it. And then we have change, and the only thing that uh, only thing constant is change, which is by Heraclitus and College Dawn posters. <laughs> your hero, is, your hero, isn't the same person they used to be. Show that change here. So at the end, you find that maybe he he's a now, bit more confident. He doesn't confident. sweat as much. Yeah, or he something. D- yeah, he almost <laughs> breaks something, but he catches it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh Ben, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's isn't like, that Ben? He's like, oh, the wardrobes are in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Like that. that is wonderful yeah 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 okay well that is our eight point plan by the guys who wrote rick and morty it is it is yeah yeah which i really love i really love for like simpler stories i think yeah 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 okay. yeah wonderful 
Well, thank you guys so oh, much really for joining that. us. I hope, it, I, hope it, I hope it all sounds cohesive and works. It sounds, it sounds good from where we are, but yeah. we are sat next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was lovely going through our concepts. Hopefully yeah. these become something and maybe you'll see them on your TV soon. Yeah, maybe you or will. Or not. Or, or not, yeah, or not. <laughs> or yeah, not, they'll yeah, just yeah. be on my laptop. <laughs> but yeah, but th- I really hope that this process helps and the best way to, to do is to try. Yeah. So even if you can just try... For 15 minutes on your own, put your phone down, put your put 15 minutes on, on start, write five ideas, that's where you start. Yeah. And it's really good. And you and I think the more creative you are, the better. Yeah. Like, just allow your imagination to go as far as it can. 100%. But yeah, ma'am. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys, We for will listening. be back next week with an amazing review. With an amazing review. Michael was reviewing something. Something. Still picking between two projects. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a great film that he's reviewing. Or yeah. a not so great or film. Or a not so great film. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What's better? What's <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, thank you yeah. so much, guys, for awesome. listening. And we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Thank you much. Love. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure to follow us or subscribe to us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify and wherever else you might find us. We love you. Thanks for helping us rewrite the British story in film and TV.